0: good morning america this is wayne ahart speaking for the old glory network podcast thank you for tuning in for another message of common sense values designed to make old glory great again now i want to begin today's message with the something I have entitled, A Human Interest Story. To begin with, I am uh, 81 years of age, and I have been blessed with an awesome life and career. I was so very much blessed by awesome Christian parents. My mom and dad were born and raised in in the countryside, or some folks might say out in the sticks, on sharecropper farms. Now, Dad was just 19, and Mom was only 15 when they married in 1930, right in the midst of a depression, the Great Depression, they call it. And World War II was just a few years away. Now, they had nine children, and Dad died at age 69 just one week after their golden wedding anniversary and golden it truly was you know mom at that time was only 65 and she lived an additional 37 years and three months she never lived a day that she didn't miss my dad the family consisted of eight boys and one girl. Now we all lived good long lives except for the heartbreaking loss of my little brother who died of pneumonia at age three and a half. I was only six years of age at the time of his passing. And you know, four boys and the sister are all still living. Five of them graduated from high school. Only the youngest boy graduated from a four-year college. All were very smart and did well in, in life. The first board was very talented in several areas. And after serving in the Air Force, he became the number one manager of Murdoch Finance Corporation in the United States. And then a success in the insurance field. And then he became a trainer for the Dale Carnegie and Associates and finished out his life preaching the last 40 years. My next oldest brother was just as talented, but he chose a different road. And like his older brother, he was an excellent guitar picker and spent many years picking and singing in various bands. I know at one time he picked in the Merle Travis Band, which many thought was the finest country band in America. Then he decided that he wanted to drive trucks and drove an 18-wheeler all over the country. And he finished out his life selling cars very successfully, I might add. Now he may have been the most talented of the whole clan, but as they say, he marched to a different drummer. Then uh, the next boy came along, was determined to succeed at whatever he did. After a trip to California, with his older and younger brother. He and his older brother made a living playing and singing in some of the mighty rough bars around 1955 and 56 in California. Then he returned to Little Rock and became the top salesman and eventually the sales manager for Moore Ford for several years. He then decided to switch careers and went to work selling investments for a bond house. He became a top salesman selling municipal bonds and U.S. government securities to banks and wealthy individuals. He and a friend then decided to start their own bond house from scratch called Ahart and Bryan. It became very successful. And Regions Bank, you're probably familiar with Regions Bank, they eventually made them an offer that they couldn't refuse and made both of them multimillionaires. Not bad for a high school graduate whose mom and dad were sharecroppers. Then the next brother became a high school hero. Voted most handsome as a senior and was a football extraordinaire. I mean, he played football like you wouldn't believe. He was runner-up, all-state middle linebacker. And then he was in management for a Fortune 500 company. I never met anyone who knew him that didn't love and respect him, and he died of brain cancer in Lake Quay, Texas, I was next in line. And I decided early on in my life that I wanted to be a businessman. At age 12, I began selling newspapers on the street corners of Little Rock, Arkansas, and at age 13, I went to work for Doyle Venable at Venable Lumber Company in North Little Rock. Well, I left school after the ninth grade. That's right, I did. I left after the ninth grade. I was a hard worker and a fast learner and Doyle Venable treated me like a son and by age 15 or 16, he decided in his mind that I would be the one that would run his company for him when it became time for him to retire. But it was not to be. At age 22, I received a call requesting that I come to Oklahoma city for an interview. I reluctantly went and that trip changed my life. I accepted a job with the new life insurance company. The founder of that company became as good a friend to me as Mr. Venable was. I, in a, in a few weeks, Selling as an agent, independent agent, and a, a commission only, I decided that if Mr. Pope could start a, a new life insurance company, then I could too. Well, I received a telephone call from Arkansas informing me that my old boss, Mr. Venable, had passed away. They said Mr. Venable, before he died, requested that I be a pallbearer. So when I got there, I felt a little out of place, I can tell you. The governor and the Arkansas Supreme Court chief justice were both also pallbearers. I can tell you it was a, it was a bo- both a humbling and a proud moment for this young man. When I got back to Oklahoma, I set a goal and made a plan of action to achieve it in 13 years at age 35. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I started my first company in 11 years at age 33. It was a, and it was a very successful venture. And I I went on to build five life insurance companies from scratch. Now, they say, and I have said many times, that if you decide that you want to build some, something, build a new company from scratch, you better have the itch. Well, I had it, and I went on to start five companies, new, new life insurance companies. Then I sold three of them in 1986, and the last two in December of 2011. I did that to avoid the Obama bloodbath that I knew was coming. Obama destroyed the insurance industry just as I predicted. Only the giants survived, and even they were bruised and battered. But with good foresight and good luck, we made several people millionaires and some multi-millionaires and a good return for ordinary investors. Now, nothing I have ever achieved, though, can, can compare to the five awesome children that I have been blessed with. Not bad for a high school dropout. 19 months after I was born, I had another brother born. He was he was so loved by his sister-in-laws uh, and nieces and cousins that they later nicknamed him Sugar Bill. Well, he also left school before graduating and for a while worked at the bicycle factory. Then the insurance field began beckoning him and he became a top manager for Banker's life out of Chicago. Still later, he joined me and helped me build the companies that I was developing. And next came the sweetest little man you could ever imagine. Cute beyond description. And I can still remember him running around the house and the yard singing. Oh, he loved to sing. Well, God just loaned him to us for three and a half years. And happy years they were. Pneumonia took his life and reinforces the thought that God sometimes takes the best first. But we had another big surprise to come. Another another one on the way. And the biggest surprise of all, it was a girl And man, was she a cutie. She was the sparkling jewel that mom and dad had always wanted. She grew to be a lovely lady, married a guy that we were all proud of, and had a son and daughter who have given her several grandchildren. You know, Dad was so excited with this little girl that he convinced Mom that now they they had the girl patterned down and they should try for a little sister for her. Well, the big day arrived, and lo and behold, another little boy popped out. Well, there may have been some momentary disappointment right then. You know, hoping for another girl. But it didn't last long. This was a real winner. You know, the the baby, the baby is always mom's favorite, favorite boy, that is. Nothing was going to replace that little cute girl. The youngest boy turned out to be the only four-year graduate from college. Now, naturally, he chose the college that those in the know referred to it as the Harvard of Arkansas. He became the director of human resources for Arkansas Power and Light Company, one of Arkansas's biggest corporations. And he took early retirement from APL, now known as Entergy, and let a couple of other companies lure him back into service. Now, he is now retired for good at Holiday Island in Northwest Arkansas and enjoying his kids, grandkids, and those Razorbacks. Not too bad for the youngest of nine children born to sharecroppers in the state of Arkansas. Now, in a podcast in the future, I will give you an in-depth report on my experiences in building those five companies from scratch. Now, before we sign off today, we want to remind you that if you are a conservative, then you will want to listen to the Old Glory Network podcast. But if you are not a conservative, then you need to listen. Call all your friends and your relatives and encourage them to listen. If you love America the way I do, then help us keep it. You can order my son, Kevin Dale Ahart's music on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon. And by the way, Kevin has a brand new, uh, just recently released a, a new single called Sweet Ruby Oh, it's a good it's and It's about his new little daughter, which we love. Now, if you wish to order his CD called Cowboy's Revenge, email me, Wayne Ahart, at weahart at gmail.com. The CD has 11 songs on it, great songs, and it's only $15, and that includes free shipping. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. There's no cost for you to do that. And leave a five-star review. Man, I I would really appreciate that. And visit our website at oldglorynetwork.com. And happy trails till we meet again next week.